What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Sports Betting with Kofe podcast. I am your host, Kofe, from kofesports.com. Looking forward to getting started here with episode one. Just want to give you guys a quick intro and what you can expect for the podcast this season. So we will be covering all things betting, and we will be focusing on the upcoming football season. If it is successful, you guys are listening, sharing, get your friends listening, then I will expand to other sports. If you aren't familiar with what I do, I do post daily sports betting picks and predictions over at coastsports.com for all sports. But like I said, this podcast will focus on football. So what you can expect coming up on the schedule, you'll have your NFL weekly preview and picks on Thursdays, and then Friday or Saturday, still to be determined on that day, you'll have your college football preview and picks released. Then on Sundays and Mondays, you could get a shorter segment with game day updates, previews, and last-minute picks and predictions. So who am I? Why, Why do I have any credibility? Why should I be going on and talking about betting on football? Anyone can do that, right? You're right. Anyone can create a Twitter account. Anyone can create an Instagram account. Anyone can create a website and talk about what they think is going to happen in these games, what they like to happen. I just want to go through a quick credibility check for myself, and I take pride in the results that I have put together over the last few years. I have started a professional sports handicapping service since 2015 and we have been above 60 percent in our nfl picks in every season except last year now we'll get to that in a minute but um it's not i'm not claiming to be any sort of magician like some people do on social media they go out there and say they never lose i'll never claim that any pick can lose no matter how confident you are in it it's sports betting that's what happens but I do take pride in the results that I've put together and the reason that I'm able to achieve those results is all of the hard work, effort, and research that I put into this. I'm not waking up at 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning and typing up a few picks that I think are going to win. I'm researching all week. If If you take the time that I am doing research writing up and doing all of the write-ups, preparing for this podcast, I will be working probably 60 hours a week this football season. Am I complaining? Absolutely not. I love it. I'm passionate about it, and I'm looking forward to it. So enough of that hoorah. Let's take a look back at the VIP NFL picks results over the last five years just to show you guys the results that I have been able to put together. A lot of you listening to this have been part of these seasons, so you know what I'm talking about. So last year, 2021, we finished at 55%. I am definitely going to pull the COVID card and blame it on the fact that I had covid I really struggled with COVID and uh, had some bad weeks, but really, I I just don't think my mind was in the right spot. I mean, 55%, we still profited on the season um, and ended on a high note in the Super Bowl. We went four and one, so we finished at 80% in the Super Bowl, thanks to the Rams and some fun player props. 2020, we went 121 and 82, 60%. 2019, 122 and 82. It is freakish how close the numbers are for the 2020 and 2019 season, but we definitely took much different paths to get to those records that ended up being 
pretty much identical, off by one more win in 2019. 2018, 154 and 95, 62%. 2017, 166 and 90, 65%. And then 2016, 124 and 76, 62%. But really, it's a long season, but it all comes down to the big stage. And Cove Sports always delivers on the big stage. Let's take a look back at the Super Bowl. So Super Bowl 56, 4 and 1, 80%. Super Bowl 55, 5 and 2, 71%. Super Bowl 54, 8 and 2, 80%. One of those losses was the color of the Gatorade. Why do you bet it? Because it's fun, but still it tarnishes your record. Would have been 8 and 1. And then Super Bowl 53, 4-2, 66%, but we did have a five-unit max bet winner on Patriots, minus 2.5, and and your boy was at the game that year. And then just a fun fact about me and my NFL betting career, my biggest bet ever was Patriots at Chiefs 2019 AFC Championship game for the 2018 season. I took the Patriots on the money line at plus 130, took a ride down to Twin River Casino in Rhode Island, put down $4,000 cash to profit $5,200. Overtime winner, and what a ride it was. I took my winnings, and I went to the Super Bowl that year with my wife. So a fun experience there, and a bet that I will never forget. That back-and-forth game that year was wild. No one gave the Patriots a chance on the road. But I had a feeling they would get it done, and uh, yeah, laid down the four Gs for that one. So that was fun. Uh, That's just a, a little bit about me, credibility check, a look back at the last five years. On the NFL side, as far as college football goes, we have had early early on, back in 2016, 2017, 2018, we've achieved the 60% in college football. But the last few years, it's really been mid to high 50s in the percentage, uh, the winning percentage there. And, you know, one thing that goes along with that is there's just so many games and we want action when fucking Hawaii is out on the island and the kickoff is 11.59 Eastern Standard Time, we're getting our action in. So uh, the results for college football have not been as good as NFL, but they've still been profitable. Uh, Definitely looking to improve the college football this year. Uh, Maybe less parlays and more straight plays, but we will see how that goes. As far as my betting strategy not just on football, but all sports. I really like to focus on winning, which I know sounds cliche, but I'm not the kind of guy who's going to come on here every week and say, hey, guys, I really like this seven-team parlay. Or, hey, guys, I have this same-game parlay for the Thursday night game that pays 27-1 odds. If you're looking for that, sorry, I'm not your guy, but those bets win probably one out of 500 times. I like to focus on getting the winning percentage up and getting money in your account or paid from your bookie, wherever you are, whatever sports book you're using. Get your money, cash out. Don't play with the house money because you know you're just going to lose it. So I like to focus on winning consistently. And that's what I'm going to bring to the table. I hope that I can share some of my knowledge and experience with you guys in the podcast and hit me up via DM. I'm always willing to talk and help you guys out, but I hope that I can share that knowledge and experience 
that I've gained over the last 15 years in the betting game just to help you get that right mindset because I know a lot of people, especially during football season, you're getting in the the lottery parlay mindset like, hey, it's going to hit. Nope. A lot of you are going to lose by one game, and if you're putting in 10 to 15 team parlays, a lot of you are going to lose by seven or eight games. That's just the reality. You need to focus on the odds and the likelihood of winning if you want to win long term. I'll tell you that. I know that from experience. Um, but enough of my rambling. That's it for the credibility check and background and strategy check-in. Coming up, we are going to get into some team totals, some player props, for the full season and then we'll take a look at preseason week one games although again i do not advise on betting preseason football but i know a lot of you will anyway so i figure that i'll share some valuable stats and information for you guys who are going to lay your bets down in week one of the preseason all right we're kicking off the team total section i told you guys the other day that you could submit any teams that you wanted to see featured on this segment of the podcast. A few of you sent some suggestions in, so we'll get right to those. First off is the Detroit Lions coming from Brandon. He feels like they're getting way too much love, being featured on Hard Knocks. He wanted to take a look back at results from teams that were on Hard Knocks, so I went ahead and I looked through the last 10 years and came up with some stats for you guys. So tip, after my 20-minute uh, study here, the teams who have been featured on Hard Knocks have typically sucked. There have been three out of four teams over the last two years that have been good. But other than that, if you look back the eight years before that, six of the eight teams finished below 500. So they have sucked. And I think that trend's going to continue this year with the uh, Detroit Lions. They went 3-13 and last season. They had the 31st-ranked defense, allowing 27.5 points per game. You look at the depth chart on offense, you got Jared Goff leading the way, a guy who's never really done anything. And I can honestly say, from the bottom of my heart, the only money you will see me betting on in favor of the Lions at any point this season will be a DeAndre Swift player prop or a Jamison Williams player prop. Other than that, I am not going to touch the Detroit Lions. If DeAndre Swift gets hurt, I might jump on a Jamal Williams player prop against his former team, Packers. Other than that, I'm not going to be betting on the Lions. I'm sure I will do a lot of betting against them, but I will not be betting on them. So taking a look at their schedule, I'm going to run through it. I'm going to rapid fire, not going to second guess anything, gut reaction, just going to say who the opponent is, where the game is, win or loss. Let's get right to it. Home versus Philadelphia, loss, 0-1. Home versus Washington, loss, 0-2. On the road at Minnesota, loss, 0-3. Home versus Seattle, win, chalk it up, circle the first win on the calendar, October 2nd, week four against the Seahawks, one and three. On the road against New England, loss, one and four. Much needed bye week, rest up, prepare to go on the road and get shellacked by the Cowboys the next week, loss, one and five. Home versus Miami, 
loss, one and six. Home versus the Packers, loss, one and seven. On the road against the Bears, loss, one and eight. On the road against the Giants, win. Give them the win there. Sorry, Giants fans. I know you're going to be pissed with that one. Two and eight. Home versus Buffalo, another ass whooping. Loss, two and nine. Home versus the Jaguars. Close game. Two struggling teams late in the season. Loss, two and ten. Home versus Minnesota. Loss, two and eleven. On the road against the Jets. A lot of people have hype for the Jets. I don't think so. Win, 3-11. On the road against Carolina. Loss, 3-12. Home versus the Bears. Uh, I guess it could be a battle and get sloppy. And if there's injuries, anything can happen late in the year. I'll give them a loss there. No... I'm changing. I'm changing it up. I'll give them the win against the Bears there. So they go to 4 and 13, 4 and 12. Sorry. And then last game of the season at Packers loss 4 and 13. So I got the under on 6 and a half for the season for the Lions. I think they're going to struggle. I don't, there's nothing, they haven't done anything to make us think that they're going to turn things around from how bad last season was. Uh, Maybe score a few more points with Jamison Williams in there, but he's injured, so uh, it remains to be seen when he'll come back from his knee injury. He is on the active non-football injury list Sunday. But uh, we do know that he tore his ACL in the national championship game last year. So we'll see how he bounces back from that. But I'm taking the under, six and a half. I, I'm not a big fan of it. Um, one fun one for you on the Lions, though. If you are on FanDuel Sportsbook, you can go in there and they have the first win or loss bets that you can make. And if you go in and you take the Lions to get their first win of the season in week four against the Seattle Seahawks, you can get that at plus 500 right now. So if my predictions hold true, that's when they'll get their win. But man, if they don't get it that week, they aren't getting it for a while. Following that, Patriots plus 2,600, Cowboys plus 3,500, Dolphins plus... 3,000, yeah, it's just, it ain't going to happen for them. (laughs) They aren't favored to win any games, actually, now that I'm looking there. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's not a lot of hope for them. So, sorry, Lions fans, probably another season of suffering. But, uh, you know, maybe you'll get the number one pick. And you can get Bryce Young, and then he can throw to Jamison Williams just like they did in college. But I'm not here to uh, make predictions on who's getting drafted where for next year. Just going for some team totals. So that's what we got for the Lions. We are going officially under six and a half wins this season. I really like that. I th- I think it's a lock. Uh, the juice is on the over. But if you do want to get over 
on FanDuel Sportsbook. You can get the under at minus 110 right now. Good value. All right, next team total, we are going Los Angeles Rams. This one comes in requested by Colin. FanDuel Sportsbook has the line set at 10.5. There's a lot of talk about Matthew Stafford's elbow. Sometimes the media just needs things to really talk about and carry stories on in the preseason. We've seen that before. So with these predictions that I'm about to go through, I am assuming that Matthew Stafford will be healthy and he will be the guy who was able to lead the Rams to a Super Bowl last year. So with that out of the way, let's get right to it. A, a month from today, opening night, Buffalo Bills, a lot of hype on the Bills, coming to town to take on the defending champs. It will be banner night in L.A. The Rams come into this game as underdogs, and I think that's uh, that's a worthy place for them to be in. I do think the Bills are going to come in and win this game. So, they start the season with an L, 0-1. Next up, Atlanta Falcons come to town in week two. And I'll tell you what, I know who I'm betting on in this game, but I hope my VIP member Calvin Ridley is willing to put $1,500 on same game parlay in this game. Either way, I have the Rams winning that one in a blowout, 1-1 one one on the season. Week three, Rams go on the road to play the Cardinals. I will give them the win in that one. DeAndre Hopkins will be suspended. So chalk up the win. Two and one. Week four, Rams go on the road to take on the Niners. And we know that Sean McVay has had a hard time beating his former boss, Kyle Shanahan. He is four and seven against him since becoming head coach of the Rams. So I think I'm going to chalk up the L there on the road against the Niners. Two and two. Week five, Cowboys come to town. And I think this one's going to turn out to be a an offensive game. Back and forth. Probably a close game. Whoever has the ball last will win. I'll give it to the Rams at home. Three and two. Week six, Carolina Panthers come to town. I'm chalking that one up as an easy win for the Rams. Four and two. Week seven, bye week, rest up, get over to my bookie and cash in on a $1,000 deposit match bonus and then get into week eight. San Francisco 49ers come to town. I will give the Rams the win this time around to improve their season record to five and two. Week nine, Rams are going to the East Coast. They're going to take on the Tampa Bay Bucks at this point in the season. The Buccaneers will be clicking on all cylinders. Tom Brady, we saw last year in the playoffs, the Rams were up 27-3 to against the Bucs. And what did Brady do? He got them back to tie the game. And then uh, Bruce Arians, piss-poor play calling, led to a bomb from Matthew Stafford to Cooper Cup to set up the game-winning field goal for the Rams. So they survived that one. I don't think they survived this one. I have the Bucks winning this game, so the Rams fall to 5-3. and three. Week 10, Rams at Cardinals. I'll give them the win here, 6-3. and three. Could be a close game. DeAndre Hopkins will be back. Uh, hopefully Kyler Murray is studying his playbook. 
But uh, giving the Rams the win in this one to move to 6-3. and three. Week 11, go on the road to New Orleans. Going to be a tough place to play. A lot of hype around Jameis Winston, but I'm giving the Rams the win. 7-3 and three on the year. Week 12, going to Arrowhead. Rams, Chiefs, the last time these two teams played, it was 54-51. to 51. Probably going to take the over in this game, expecting a ton of points to be scored. If not over 100 points, definitely close to it. One of those fun games to watch where it's just back and forth. Um, but when I think of the Chiefs and Arrowhead, I just keep thinking back to that playoff game against the Bills last year where you know, it was back and forth, back and forth. And even though Tyreek Hill is gone, I still think this Chiefs offense, led by Pat Mahomes, is going to be uh, hard to stop, and I'm giving them the win. So L for the Rams, 7-4. and four. Week 13, Seahawks come to town, and I do not expect much for the Seahawks this year. Let's give the win to the Rams, 8-4. and four. Week 14, Raiders come to town, giving the Rams the win in this one, 9-4. and four. Week 15, go on the road to play the Packers. I'm circling this one. I'm no weatherman, but this one is going to be a snow game. Book that. It's been ugly when the Rams have gone to Lambeau Field in recent years, but I'm giving them the win here. 10-4. and four. LA boys going to win in the snow. Book it. Probably a low-scoring game. Week 16, Broncos come to town. Russell Wilson, he's seen this Rams defense plenty of times over the last couple years, but I'm giving the Rams the win 11-4. and four. Then we have the New Year's Eve, or sorry, New Year's Day night. Sorry, you know, I, I was all fucked up from the night before. 8-20 game on New Year's Day. We have the Rams and Chargers battling for SoFi Stadium. I think the Chargers are going to do good things this year. So I'm going to give the Chargers the win for this one on the battle for home turf. Uh, but... I just think Justin Herbert's going to get it done in this game and get the win. So give the Rams a loss here, 11-5. and five. And then week 18, last week of the season, Rams are going on the road to face the Seahawks. And I don't care if they've already clinched their playoff spots and all of the starters are resting or they play the first quarter, first half, and come out. I don't see the Rams losing to the Seahawks. Yeah, I think the Seahawks are going to be that bad. So we'll give the Rams a win to finish 12-5 and five on the year. Definitely some good value on the over at 10.5 on FanDuel Sportsbook. Um, a lot of people are talking about going back-to-back. -back. Uh, there's no doubt that the Rams are going to be good again. And as long as Stafford's healthy, they're going to put together a solid run they're going to be there in the playoffs in the nfc but i would say i do not expect the rams to go back to back that's all i got that's our second over under for this week let's get into the third all right next up we're going to the other side of la Checking in on the Chargers, this request comes in from Scott. So we are going to run through Chargers team total. Let's see over here on FanDuel Sportsbook. They have it at 10 for the season win total. 
Minus 125 juice on the over. I like the over. I like the Chargers this year. So let's go game by game. Rapid fire. Opponent, where the game's at, and result. Week one, they start things off against the Raiders at home, giving them the win there, 1-0. Next week, they're going on the road to face the Chiefs at Arrowhead, giving the L, 1-1. But then... They're going on a run. Home against the Jags, win 2-1. On the road against the Texans, win 3-1. On the road against the Browns, no Deshaun Watson, win 4-1. Home against the Broncos, win 5-1. Home against the Seahawks, win 6-1. On the road against the Falcons, win 7-1, even though it is a trip to the East Coast. On the road against the 49ers, win 8-1. Home against the Chiefs, they're going to split, win, 9-1. On the road against the Cardinals, win, 10-1. So there is your team total. They're hitting that in week 12. So you got some buffer. So what are they going to do next? On the road against the Raiders, loss, 10-2. Home against the Dolphins, win, 11-2. Home against the Titans, loss. This is where their 30th ranked rushing defense from last year will hurt them. Derrick Henry will run all over them. All over them. Tongues, tongue tied, tongue twister. But look for Derrick Henry to run all over them. They take the L. Fall to 11 and 3. Very next week, oh no, just faced Derrick Henry one week. Now they got to go up against Jonathan Taylor. And I think the 30th ranked rush defense from last year will hurt them again. Look for Taylor to run all over them. Loss, 11 and 4. Then we have that New Year's Day night game against the Crosstown rival Rams, which we just talked about in the last segment. We are giving them the win in that game, 12 and 4. And then last week of the season, I don't think it will matter for them. So expect a lot of the guys to be resting. On the flip side, the Broncos will could potentially be fighting, uh, playing for something. So we'll see how that all shakes out for them. But uh, at mile high, giving the Chargers the loss in the last week of the season to finish 12-5. and five. So we got a two-game buffer on the current line over at FanDuel Sportsbook at 10. So, again, I like the under there. So that does it for our team total predictions for this week. But if you guys want to shoot me a DM or email, you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at KOF Sports, or you can email me at KOF at KOFSports.com. And just let me know what team you guys want to see featured in a couple weeks in the next episode, and we will get to it. But now we're going to get into some of the player props. First player prop up on the list is Jalen Hurts' total rushing touchdowns. This one comes from Brian, just outside of Philadelphia. High hopes for the Eagles, high hopes for Jalen Hurts. Touchdown total is set at 7.5 right now. You look back to last season, and Jalen Hurts ran for 10 touchdowns last year. So I'm sure a lot of people are leaning on the over here, but one thing I would caution is if you look a little closer at the 10 touchdowns that Jalen Hurts rushed for last year, 
He actually only scored a rushing touchdown in five games. So four of the five games, he had multiple touchdowns. So he had three games with two, one game with three, one game with one. Now, seeing that and seeing that teams are able to keep him out of the end zone in all of those other games, I would lean under. I mean, I'm sure he could go over the seven and a half, but I did, not to change the subject, but I did look at his yardage total. His yardage total set at 675 and a half, and he ran for 784 last year. So he covered that by over 100. And then you take a look at some of the rushing defenses he's going to play this year. Lions, Vikings, Jaguars, Steelers, Texans, Giants, Bears, Giants. I like the value on the over for his rushing yards prop at 675.5, but I would probably... My gut says stay away. Like I wouldn't bet the touchdown prop either way, over or under 7.5. If I had to pick it, I'd probably go under just because of the simple fact that he scored in five games last year. I know that's probably going to be different this year, but I'd feel much more confident knowing that we just need the yards, which I'm sure he can he can put together chunk plays here and there and not have to rely on getting in the end zone. So... That's my take on that one. I think there's value on over 675 since he ran for 784 last year and he has a friendly schedule when it comes to opponents and their rushing defense from a year ago. So that's how I would play it. Now let's get into the next player prop. All right, next up, we are going to the wide receiver position. This one was not submitted by any of you guys. This is one I'm bringing to the table. If you are a previous VIP member, you know that there is not a guy who we have bet on to score a touchdown more than this guy over the last couple of years, and that guy is Devontae Adams. He moves from Green Bay over to Vegas with the Raiders, so we will not have Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball this year. But he does have Derek Carr. They played together in college. And, you know, when you have a guy as big and as athletic as Devontae Adams, you really just put the ball in space, and he's going to go get it. So FanDuel Sportsbook has his season-long receiving touchdown prop at 9.5. I love the over. I'm not going to hide my emotions I will even call out a two-unit, three-unit jackhammer for the season. Love Devontae, over nine and a half receiving touchdowns. He has gone double digits in five of the last six seasons. So let's take a look back. He had 11 last year, 18 in 2020, 5 in 2019, 13 in 2018, 10 in 2017, and 12 in 2016. Uh, you add in... Josh McDaniels coming over from New England. He's the new head coach in Vegas. He's an offensive-minded coach. He coached the greatest quarterback of all time. Don't disagree with me. Just accept the fact. 
And I expect big things for Devontae in this offense. He can score from anywhere on the field. Even if he catches the ball on a fucking 10-yard slant, boom, breaks a tackle, stiff arms the guy, and he's gone. And then anytime they're in the red zone, even if they double-team him, even if they triple-team him, he seems to find a way to find pay dirt. And 29 touchdowns in the last two years, and FanDuel has his line at 9.5. I'm taking the over on that all day. Love this one. Have been super excited to share this one with you guys. I do have a few write-ups over on the site. This one has not made it yet. I was saving the best for last. But if you're tuning into this episode, you are catching one of the most valuable season-long player props. I haven't seen one that I like better than this. I love it. Over 9.5, Devontae Adams in Vegas. Book it. Tom Brady's just about done. It could be... His next game he plays, it could be a year from now, but he is going to fall off a cliff. Remember that? That was in 2016. Max Kellerman on ESPN First Take. Yeah, I don't know how that guy still has a job. But anyway, in the 2021 season, at the age of 44, Tom Brady led the league in passing yards and passing touchdowns with 43 touchdown passes and 5,316 yards, just shy of 800 more yards than what the sportsbooks have his season-long yardage prop posted at for this year. His touchdown passing total is set at 35.5. He's thrown for 83 touchdowns in the last two seasons since leaving the Patriots and going to the Bucks. He threw the ball... More times last year than he has in his whole career, 719 passing attempts. Expect more of the same. He wants to go out on top. He has his deal with Fox. He's going to be plenty motivated. He always is, and he just has weapons after weapons. His Bucks offense is loaded. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they just got Julio Jones, wide receiver three Julio Jones. What? Gronk retired again, but they have Kyle Rudolph, Cameron Bray, solid. And we've really seen Brady do more with less his whole career. But you have guys like this, the playmakers around him, playoff Lenny behind him in the backfield to keep people on their toes. But if he's going to throw the ball over 700 times, he's going to just stack up the passing yards and the passing touchdowns. And if you look at the Bucks' schedule this year, he's got plenty of opponents who struggled to defend the pass last year. So... I like it. Uh, I like both of them. I like the yards and the touchdowns, but I'll go for touchdowns just because I know that Brady wants to keep putting up the stats on both ends, but especially touchdown passes. And with these guys, like Godwin can score from anywhere. Evans can score from anywhere. Julio in the red zone is going to be a great target for him. Big numbers. 40-plus again, probably. So... I'm taking the over on Brady. I'm taking the Bucks to go to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to disclose who I'm picking to win the Super Bowl yet, but I'm picking the Bucks to go to the Super Bowl. Betting on preseason football games. Something I don't advise of, but I know a lot of you guys will be betting. So I'll put in my two cents for the two games tonight. But again, these picks are not going on my record. Preseason betting trends. Favorites are 1-0 against the spread, and overs are 1-0 with the Raiders winning last week. 
Kofs, two cents, are 1-0 and in the preseason. I did put in my two cents that I would rather have my money on the Raiders last week with uh, the QB situation there and the backups having more experience and success. So getting into tonight, we have the Giants at the Patriots. And then we have the Titans at the Ravens. So going to take a look back at how these teams performed last year in the preseason and then take a look at some of the players to watch for in these games, then get to the two cents picks, not official picks. So Giants are favored by two and a half tonight. Over under is set at 34 and a half. Patriots went three and oh in the preseason last year. Giants went oh and three. Patriots beat the Giants 22 to 20 in week three of the preseason last year. The Giants only scored seven points in their first preseason game last year, and they averaged 13.3 points per game in the preseason. Patriots averaged 26.3 points per game in the preseason last year. You would expect the starters to have their uh, work cut short tonight. So taking a look at backups and seeing who some of the players are that we might see in action tonight. So for the Patriots, quarterback Bailey Zapp, he threw for 62 touchdowns at Western Kentucky last year. Wide receivers, Tyquan Thornton, Lil Jordan Humphrey, and Christian Wilkerson should all get plenty of work on the wide receiver front. Thornton is the Patriots' second-round pick from Baylor, who was quoted as being the fastest guy in the draft. Lil Jordan Humphrey isn't so little, 6'4", 225. His role increased last year. He played 10 games for the New Orleans Saints. And then Christian Wilkerson only played in one game last year, but he did score two touchdowns in that blowout against the Jaguars. For the Giants, I don't know if we'll call it a QB to watch, but this QB situation factors more into the pick for this game. But Davis Webb, he only threw one pass in 2021, and it was incomplete. He was good in college, but that was back in 2016. So not a lot of promise for a guy who was 0-1 in 0-4-1 in passing attempts in his NFL career at the age of 27. For wide, uh, sorry, for running backs, Saquon Barkley is actually healthy, but I don't think you're going to see a lot of him. I know the Giants don't want to lose him again. The other running backs are banged up, but Gary Brightwell is likely the only guy who's going to see the field tonight, and uh, he really hasn't done much, but that's the guy. More excitement for wide receivers for the Giants, though. Hopefully we can see Kadarius Toney in action for a few series at least, but he's a fun playmaker to watch. He was solid in his rookie season last year, but he was an absolute beast for the Florida Gators in his college career. So look for Tony to be in action tonight. And then Wondale Robinson out of Kentucky. He was a beast last year, 104 receptions, 1,334 yards, and seven touchdowns. Should see him in action tonight, and he should be fun to watch. As far as a couple, I guess, sleeper guys that will be in action for the Giants tonight, I don't know if you want to call it guys to watch, but just calling it out. C.J. Board, he hasn't done much in his three NFL seasons so far. He had four receptions last year. Colin Johnson is a big guy at 6'6-220". He seems like that kind of guy that could score a touchdown late in a preseason game. So put that there. But the pick for me in this game is going to be Patriots on the money line. Uh, just seeing they were successful last year in the preseason. I think that's going to translate over to this season. 
Giants struggled offensively. I think that'll continue, especially with these backups and Davis Webb playing quarterback. I mean, Daniel Jones might get a series or two, but probably not a lot of extended action. So you have a guy who's 0 for 1 in his passing attempts in his NFL career. And uh, he's been out of college since 2016. So Let's ride with the Patriots on the money line as underdogs at home. And then getting into game two, we have the Titans at the Ravens. Ravens are favored by three. Over-under is set at 32.5. Ravens went 3-0 in the preseason last year, and they averaged 24.6 points per game. Titans went 2-1 in the preseason and averaged 27 points per game. So a lot of points scored for those offenses. Let's look at the Ravens, players to watch. So QB situation, probably not a lot of Lamar tonight, but then you have Huntley, Hundley, or Brown. And we don't know who and how much they will play tonight, but these three quarterbacks all have the same playing style as Lamar Jackson. They have the ability to throw as well as make plays with their feet. So whoever it is, for however long, they should be fun to watch tonight. For the running back side, I think we're going to see a lot of Justice Hill, who's entering his third season. He hasn't done much to this point, but he was good at Oklahoma State in his collegiate career, so keep an eye on him tonight. Another Oklahoma State guy, Tylen Wallace, wide receiver, entering his second year. He was a beast in college at Oklahoma State, so I do have high hopes for him. We'll see if he can take a leap in his second year. Keep an eye on him tonight. And then one more wide receiver to watch out for. Jalen Moore, a potential playmaker who's been a practice squad guy the last couple years, but he's been uh, tagged a, a sleeper, if you will. And then one guy who I'm super excited to watch, big-time playmaker, absolute beast, tight end rookie, Isaiah Likely, coming out of Coastal Carolina at 6'4", 225. He had 12 touchdowns last season, so he should be fun to watch. And he's probably going to see a lot of time this season. So, shots up, baby. On to the Titans. We have quarterback Malik Willis to watch coming out of Liberty. He's a rookie. He had 40 total touchdowns last season and is a dual threat guy who's going to be fun to watch. Another guy, keep your eye on running back rookie Hassan Haskins out of Michigan who ran for 20 touchdowns last year. And then on the wide receiver front, the Titans have a handful of young receivers and it's just kind of waiting to see who comes out of the pack and who really develops as the next go-to guys. Obviously, the focus is going to be around their first round, 18th overall draft pick, rookie Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. He will be that guy. But another guy I want to keep an eye on, Kyle Phillips, rookie out of UCLA, and then second-year guy, Des Fitzpatrick out of Louisville, DeVille. So those are my guys to watch in that game. Uh, a lot of potential. I uh, really want to see the what Likely has to offer, and he should get some time tonight. And then for this game, I'm probably not going to take a side in this Titans-Ravens game, but the over-under set at 32.5 in both of these teams, averaging more than 24 points per game in the preseason last year. I will ride with the over, especially with these potential playmakers who... Uh, should be out on the field tonight and making plays. So I think there's an opportunity for some points to be scored in this game. So we'll go with over 32 and a half. So those are your picks for the first two preseason games. 
this week anyway. We officially week one now that we're past the Hall of Fame game. Patriots money line at home. And then Titans, Ravens over 32 and a half. No more preseason picks for this week. This will conclude our first episode of the Sports Betting Podcast with Kof. I appreciate you guys listening. Please like, share, follow on Spotify. We will be back in two weeks. But if you guys have any questions for your upcoming fantasy drafts or player props or team totals or any futures bets that you want to make or preseason bets later on this weekend or next week, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at KOF Sports. And you can always email me directly at KOF at KOF Thank you guys for listening, and I will talk to you in a couple weeks.